Section 14 of Dedications. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christy Carpenter. Dedications by Mary Elizabeth Brown. H. To Institutions and Societies. Volpone, or The Fox, by Ben Johnson, 1605. To the most noble and most equal sisters, the two famous universities, for their love and acceptance shown to his poem in the presentation, Ben Johnson, the grateful acknowledger, dedicates both it and himself. In the long address that follows, on the worthiness of the poet's calling, Johnson admits the degradation of much of the stage poetry of the day, but denies that all are embarked in this bold adventure for hell. For himself, he says, he can affirm that I have ever trembled to think toward the least profaneness. He concludes with a fine paragraph that reads, in part, for the present, most reverenced sisters, as I have cared to be thankful for your affections past, and here made the understanding acquainted with some ground of your favors, let me not despair their continuance to the maturing of some worthier fruits, wherein, if my muses be true to me, I shall raise the despised head of poetry again, and stripping her out of those rotten and base rags wherewith the times have adulterated her form, restore her to her primitive habit, feature, and majesty, and render her worthy to be embraced and kissed of all the great and master spirits of our world. Via Debia, the byway, misleading the weak and unstable into dangerous paths of error by colorable shows of apocryphal scriptures, unwritten traditions, doubtful fathers, ambiguous councils, and pretended Catholic Church. Discovered by Humphrey Lind, Knight, 1630. To the ingenious and moderate Romanists of this kingdom, H.L. wisheth the knowledge of the safe way that leadeth to eternal happiness. Christian is my name, and Catholic is my surname. The one I challenge from my baptism in Christ's church, the other from my profession of all saving truth in God's word. If you question this my right or claim, I will produce my evidence out of ancient and undoubted records, and join issue with you upon the marks of your own church. And if I prove not the faith which I profess to be ancient and Catholic, I will neither refuse the name nor punishment due to heresy. The 55-page epistle concludes, The cause is God's, the labor is mine. If you will read it impartially and can show me any error clearly, faithfully, and moderately, I will make a work of retractions and profess openly with righteous Job. Oh, that mine adversary would write a book against me, I would take it upon my shoulder and bind it as a crown unto me. H.L. 
Fabricius Vorter Buch by Ludwig Christoph Schaeffer, Berlinburg, 1720. To the true members of the Philadelphian community, which the Lord in our times has been pleased to cause to appear, and to which he will give an open door, through which it attains a knowledge of the secrets and also of the signs of its times, in order that his approach may draw ever nearer to judge the living and the dead with his appearing and with his kingdom. Let me wish grace, peace, light, and love from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A new and complete illustration of the celestial science of astrology by Ebenezer Sibley, 1784 to 1788. To the ancient and honorable fraternity of free and accepted Masons, gentlemen and brethren, the antiquity of your excellent fraternity, the universality of its plan, and the moral rectitude and purity of its design claim a decided preeminence over every other bond of society into which mankind have ever formed themselves for the mutual welfare and happiness of each other. The nobleness of soul, which first prompted to its institution, and the benevolence of heart, which has ever since prevailed throughout all its members, will remain a subject of lasting admiration. To you, therefore, as the promoters of liberal sentiment and the guardians of every useful science, I commit this venerable pile of ancient astrology, a fabric obviously constructed by the great architect of the world, primeval with the ordination of nature and inseparable from one of the grand subjects of your official contemplation. This science, by being little known and less understood, may meet with censure and disapprobation from that description of learned, as well as of illiterate, men, whose rule of faith uniformly keeps pace with their own arbitrary conceptions. But the dispassionate part of mankind, with every good mason, will candidly weigh the evidence by the balance of the sanctuary, and reserve their sentence till after a fair and impartial trial. Sheltered, therefore, under the wing of your fraternal regard, and patronized by every sober admirer of the secret works of nature, I shall attempt to lay the foundation stone of an illustrious building, sacred to Urania, upon which some more able and ingenious workmen, sanctioned by your patronage and protection, may hereafter raise the edifice to outtop the skies, and, like Jacob's ladder, pierce the starry regions, leading the intellectual faculties of the soul to the most sublime contemplations of God and nature. I have the honor to profess myself with unequivocal attachment and esteem, gentlemen, your accepted brother and faithful servant, E. Sibley, Portsmouth Common, in the year of masonry, 5784. This has also a three-page dedication to the young student in astrology. The Diversions of Purley by John Horn Took, 1786. To the University of Cambridge, one of her grateful sons, 
who always considers acts of voluntary justice towards himself as favors, dedicates this humble offering, and particularly to her chief ornament for virtue and talents, the Reverend Dr. Beaton, Master of Jesus College. Dictionary of the Chinese Language by the Reverend Robert Morrison, 1815. To the Honorable the Court of Directors of the United East India Company, at whose sole expense the following work is printed, it is most respectfully dedicated by their much obliged and very obedient humble servant, the author. Force and Nature, Attraction and Repulsion by Charles Frederick Winslow, 1869. To the British Association for the Advancement of Science and to the scientific students of the United States of America, the following pages are respectfully dedicated by the author. London, August, 1868. The progress of the world in arts, agriculture, commerce, since the beginning of the 19th century, by Michael G. Mulhall, 1880. To the press of Great Britain, which so zealously promotes the moral and material progress of the age, this work is respectfully dedicated by the author. Sermons by the Reverend Phillips Brooks, 1880. To the three parishes which it has been his privilege to serve, the Church of the Advent, Philadelphia, the Church of the Holy Trinity, Philadelphia, and Trinity Church, Boston, these sermons are affectionately dedicated by their friend and minister. A. H. Courier dedicates the Life of Constance L. Goodell to the two churches he served in his ministry. The enumeration of churches seems a not uncommon form of dedication in the case of a minister's biography. The Rise and Fall of the Confederate Government by Jefferson Davis, 1881. To the women of the Confederacy, whose pious ministrations to our wounded soldiers soothed the last hours of those who died far from the objects of their tenderest love, whose domestic labors contributed much to supply the wants of our defenders in the field, whose zealous faith in our cause shone a guiding star undimmed by the darkest clouds of war, whose fortitude sustained them under all privations to which they were subjected, whose annual tribute expresses their enduring grief, love, and reverence for our sacred dead, and whose patriotism will teach their children to emulate the deeds of our revolutionary sires. These pages are dedicated by their countrymen, Jefferson Davis. The Light of Asia by Sir Edwin Arnold, 1890. This volume is dutifully inscribed to the sovereign, grandmaster, and companions of the most exalted order of the Star of India by the author. The Plerima, a poem of the Christ by the Reverend Ezra Porter Chittenden, 1890. Dedicated to the church, which is the fullness of him that filleth all in all. 
History of the American Pianoforte by Daniel Spillane, 1890. To the Franklin Institute of Pennsylvania, which has exercised such a potent influence upon the early history of the American pianoforte and the kindred arts, this work is respectfully dedicated. Abraham Coles, Biographical Sketch, Memorial Tributes, etc. Edited by his son, Jonathan Ackerman Coles, 1892. Dedicated to the Evangelical Alliance, an association for the defense of religious liberty and promoting the unity of all believers in the essentials of Christianity and their cooperation for its progress. Bernard of Clairvaux by Richard S. Storrs, 1892. To the Church of the Pilgrims, Brooklyn, New York. Trained by God's grace in its own happy work till its freedom has become the helper of faith, its devoutness, the teacher of Catholic sympathy, the beauty of holiness, its commanding ideal, the victory of Christ, its supreme expectation, long service, which has been rich in reward, these lectures, written in its library, and sketching a life of singular luster, are affectionately inscribed. Don Quixote 1892. To the Royal Academy of Spain, most esteemed sirs, this edition would have been incomplete without the generous assistance which the Royal Academy has lent to the undersigned, granting the reproduction of the most valuable steel plates which adorn the rich editions published by so learned a body in 1780 and 1819. Profoundly grateful for so marked a favor, this edition is dedicated to you. Seferino Gorx, from the Spanish. The Book of the Lifeboat, with a complete history of the Lifeboat Saturday movement, numerous original illustrations, and thrilling narratives, written by eyewitnesses of shipwrecks and lifeboat rescues on the coasts of the British Isles the dangers and excitements set forth by members of the lifeboat crews engaged in the work, edited and arranged by James C. Dibden and John Ayling, 1894. Dedicated by special permission to the Royal National Lifeboat Institution and to the secretary, Mr. Charles Dibden. Life of General Thomas Pinckney by the Reverend Charles Codesworth Pinckney, 1895. To the Society of the Cincinnati in the United States of America, this sketch of the fourth President General of our order is respectfully dedicated by their fellow member Charles Codesworth Pinckney, President of the Society of the Cincinnati in the state of South Carolina. The Peoples and Politics of the Far East by Henry Norman, 1895. Presidi Sochiske Harvardianus, Trophia. Colonial Days in Old New York by Alice Morse Earle, 
1896. To the Society of Colonial Dames of the State of New York, this book is dedicated by a loyal and loving member, the author. The Tale of the Spinning Wheel by Elizabeth Cynthia Barney Buell. Dedicated in grateful affection to the Mary Floyd Talmadge chapter, Daughters of the American Revolution, whose ready sympathy and enthusiasm have never failed in work for home and country. An American's Patriotic Catechism by Elizabeth Sedgwick Vale, 1896. Dedicated to Mrs. Livingstone K. Miller, Regent of the Liberty Pole Chapter of Englewood, New Jersey, and to all sons and daughters of revolutionary descent. Henry Knox, A Soldier of the Revolution, by Noah Brooks, 1900. To the Society of the Cincinnati, whose enduring patriotic influence and beneficence justify the wisdom of its originators, this memorial of one of its most illustrious founders is respectfully dedicated. Israel Putnam by William Farrand Livingston, 1901. To my alma mater, Williams College, founded by the gallant soldier, Colonel Ephraim Williams, under whose command Israel Putnam marched into his first battle. The Hall of Fame by Henry M. McCracken, 1901. To the 100 electors of the Hall of Fame, dwelling in 42 states of America, whose patriotic aid has given to this foundation national character and influence, this volume is gratefully dedicated. The Orchestra and Orchestral Music by William James Henderson, 1902. To the Philharmonic Society of New York, which has maintained through 57 years its existence as an orchestra devoted to the performance of artistic music. Glimpses of Colonial Society and the Life at Princeton College, 1766 to 1773, by one of the class of 1763, William Patterson, edited by W.J. Mills, 1903. To all lovers of Princeton University and its illustrious past, this book is dedicated in memory of William Patterson III. Life of Robert Edward Lee by Henry E. Shepard, 1906. To the women of the Confederacy, whose faith has never faltered, whose zeal has never grown cold, even though men have proved recreant to the cause, whose heroism elicited the highest admiration of Lee, I dedicate this volume in the hope that it may live with the memory of their glory and the eternity of his fame. Footsteps in a Parish, An Appreciation of Maltby Davenport Babcock as a Pastor by John Timothy Stone, 1908. To the loyal people of Brown Memorial Church, whose love and faithfulness 
have caused those who have ministered to them to rise up and call them blessed. The Call of the City by Charles Milford Robinson, 1908 Affectionately dedicated to the Humdrum Club, Rochester, New York. The Life of Principal Rainey by P. Carnegie Simpson, 1909. To the church which is yet to arise in Scotland, united, national, and free. The Japanese nation, its land, its people, and its life with special consideration to its relations to the United States. By Inazo Nitobe, A.M., Ph.D., L.L.D., 1912. President of the First National College, Japan. Professor in the Imperial University at Tokyo. Exchange professor from Japan to American universities. To the universities of Brown, Columbia, Johns Hopkins, Virginia, Illinois, Minnesota, under whose auspices were delivered the lectures which gave it birth, I dedicate this book in grateful remembrance. Organized Labor by A. J. Portinar, 1912. To organized labor, reflecting every human frailty, reflecting every human virtue, liberal, generous, tyrannical, arrogant working injustice while crying for justice, working for justice while suffering injustice, more good than evil, more sinned against than sinning. This book is dedicated in the hope that it may be of service. End of section 14.